to the Dirty Moms Talk podcast, and we're your hosts, Brittany, mom of seven, creator of the Deliberate Day Journal, Tiffany, mom of five, author of DoraJane.com. Motherhood is overwhelming. It's always pushing you to do more and be more 24 hours a day. But here's the thing. You are the best mom for your kids. And no one on this earth is more perfectly created and qualified than you. If you are looking for honest answers to your real questions about motherhood, you've found your people. We're here to commiserate, to encourage, and empower real moms in the chaos of motherhood. And give you real solutions that get you one step closer to the motherhood you want. How can you get your kids to not talk so loud all day? No, does anybody else know? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I mean, your kids are quieter than my kids. Yeah, I think kids naturally are just loud, but I do institute kind of an inside voice rule, and kids are always going to be loud at different times. They, we've got kids who are napping, and across the board, everyone in my house knows that that is the most sacred time of the day, and that quiet is of the utmost importance. Do we have someone wake up our sleeping babies every single day? Yes. One of the ways I avoided as much as possible is as soon as my kids start to get loud, I look at them and I say, that is outside behavior or that is an outside voice. I'm going to ask you to go outside right now. And then they go outside and slam the door. And then they go outside and they do not slam the door. <laughs> no, that Wait. does happen. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because my kids, happen. I don't know about anyone else's kids, but when my kids aren't talking loud... They're doing things loudly. Yes. Yes. They just close things loudly. They walk loudly. They put things in a sink loudly. That's something you have to kind of work with them and train them not to do, to be considerate of sound to everyone else in the house. Constantly. It's massive overstimulation, the amount of sound that comes at you. Or, or for me in my home, I find that sometimes I just need to pop headphones in and just have that small sound barrier. Because oftentimes, the noise that's coming from them is their laughter, their silliness, their goofiness, their playing. And it's not something I want to stop. It's not something that's a problem, right? But it is something that I'm struggling with. And so in those moments, I try to work on myself, what I can do for me. For the general most part, when my kids start getting really loud, I tell them, that is outside behavior. It's time for you to go outside. When I tell them that, they don't have the choice to stay inside. They have to go outside for at least a little bit. And so that's helped them to rein back in and start to be a little bit quieter. But I think, too, my, my kids actually talk about how your kids sneeze because it's so, like, cute and quiet. <laughs> I'm not even kidding because I, I have one child who his entire goal in life is to wake the dead when mm. he sneezes. Like, where does yeah. that even come from? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But you're right. I think it's, okay, so we've lived in our home since 2012. And I know I mentioned it last podcast, but my husband doesn't sleep at night. So generally, the best sleep or the best opportunity for sleep that he has is between like, he's usually going to sleep right when I wake up at four. And then until maybe 10 or 11 in the morning. And I kid you not. I have told my children every single day <laughs> since 2012, we can't talk in the hallway. 
outside of dad's door because he's sleeping. You have to be quiet because he's sleeping. So if anyone has figured out how to get kids to be quiet, I've tried. I don't even know how many days that is. <laughs> That's literally 10 years, people. Yeah. I have been saying the same sentence to mostly the same children for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I think there are some children who are naturally louder. We have two in our family who just seem to be running at a different decibel level. Yes. But the one thing I've noticed too, though, is that I grew up having the TV on all the time. Like that just is how our family was. And we generally don't have it on during the day because the volume of the TV will increase the volume of the children. Mm -hmm. So I think one thing that can help is if you have a TV or a radio or anything and you want to have it on, to have it on really quiet so that that's not driving the noise of the kids up. Yes, definitely. I would also say, too, when a child is coming to you really loud, I'll usually tell them, I would love to hear what you have to say, but I'm going to need you to talk a little bit quieter. Or if a child is just being very loud, I'll try to make eye contact with them and I'll just take my hand and I'll just slowly lower my hand a little bit just as a small sign. Hey, we just need to bring it down. Yeah. I've done that too with a child for at least 16 years and it goes back to having to remind them a lot. Yeah. Like really, really a lot. And I think you're right though. Like they're just our families and children who are louder. Well, and I think it does come a little bit with big families as well because there's just more voices and you just, I I notice that it just slowly raises and slowly raises and slowly raises until you think, oh my gosh, what is going on in here? And you really have to kind of take it back down. You can work on it little by little throughout the day, but often you just have to have consistent effort in that area trying to bring that noise level down. Well, and then I feel like you have to have training for Lowering the toilet seat lid for closing <laughs> oh a door for, do your kids slam it down oh, too? That is one of my biggest pet peeves when they drop a toilet seat. I don't know why it startles me so bad, but it makes my soul leap out of my body for a moment. It's every not drop. They slam that thing. Like, Gosh. Oh, yeah. 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 They. I'm surprised ours hasn't broken in two. broken completely up. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And then like shutting doors. There's, there's like a... And, and I know that you have tried to sneak out of your own room in the morning and Mm. so gingerly shut the door. How is it that children who are so loud in their waking hours are like ninjas with sound and like moms trying to get up? Click of the little. (laughs) The latch. The latch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Okay. So those are some of our suggestions. Maybe just make eye contact. Lower your hand a little bit. Put a boundary in your house that says, okay, I'm sorry you're getting too loud. You'll have to go outside or go, okay, we have a rule about no screaming unless you're dying. And that applies even outside. But if you want to yell or sing really loudly, you can do that outside. Yeah. Not in the house. Yeah, so just have some good boundaries where you say, okay, if you want to be loud, that's something you have to do outside. Inside, we're a little bit quieter. And lots of training, all the training. Lots of practice with them. Speaking of kids playing outside and being inside and being loud and playing together, somebody else asked, how do you keep your kids entertained when you have a newborn, especially while nursing, without just giving them screen time? You don't. (laughs) I'm kidding. No, I would completely agree with you there. I don't entertain my kids. And I would say 
it's more of a maybe containment over entertainment. And I've, I've never really been a mom who entertains my kids. You know, I haven't really either. And it's funny because we had one little boy come over to our house one time. And you could tell that he came from a family with a like a fantastic mom who just like entertained him at the deepest level. And he came into our house and I was like, I can't live up to this. This is not like some pretty high expectations to set a kid out into the world with. Yeah. And he he really wanted to be entertained. And even to this day, that was like six years ago. And my kids who were alive then, (laughs) which is, I guess, all of them who were paying attention, though, still remember and talk about that kid like he was the strangest thing they'd ever (laughs) seen. Because that's right. Like, I I feel like with a nursing infant, I've only had two. I didn't nurse my first three. But it was really more about trying to uh, keep property from being damaged, Mm -hmm. I guess, when you're nursing than than really entertaining. Just keep an eye on them and keep keep people from being hurt and be able to nurse the baby who actually needs to be able to nurse. Yeah, because there was just something wonderful about being able, I couldn't nurse standing up. I think you could. Yeah, I walked all around while I was nursing. That's a that's next level. I cooked meals, walked all around, took kids potty even. Holy cow. No. Yeah. That's <laughs> nope. I I was not that next level. I could I stand up, the milk stops. There's nothing. I guess I didn't realize that you could just like sit on the couch and not do anything else until I met you. And then I thought, oh man, I've been doing it wrong all these years. I could have just been sitting there. I had a wonderful <sighs> mom who told me like she she was my coach, right? She was Aww. there when Raylan was born, and she was like, just sit down, enjoy. This is your time. And Raylan ate literally every twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. It, the child, I mean, he was 10 pounds just yeah. about when he was born. And, and I did. I had to sit down, number one, like I couldn't carry him, <laughs> you know, yeah. and walk around and nurse. But she kind of taught me and I took that as kind of scripture. You must sit down and nurse. And because there are so many, I, there are days I bet you don't sit down at all. Yeah. I know there are days when I don't sit ever. And so you brought this child into the world. You kind of earned it. But you also kind of have to be willing to deal with the fallout. My mom was always active. She was always taking care of everything. Oh, that's yeah. That's hard to live up to. So, <laughs> so that goes kind of back to my thing, uh, containment over entertainment. Yeah. I just needed – I had really busy toddlers, really, really busy toddlers. I have photos to prove it. Oh, my gosh, I had busy toddlers. And, and they would scale things. They would get into things. So I, I didn't always just sit – And I didn't really try to entertain them because what I've found with trying to entertain children is nothing lasts. I've got a child who will sit and play quietly for hours. I only got one of those out of seven. The rest of my kids, their attention span is 10, 15 minutes. And after that, it's done. It's over with. So I would just kind of contain them in the downstairs. I put a gate up and I would block off our door so they couldn't get outside And we would keep them in the living room. They would be there in the living room with me. I would ask them to bring a book over, and I would talk to them while they build blocks or something. I didn't turn the TV on very often. Um, But there were times where I did. Even just talking with kids. How often does a three-year-old have you sitting there ready to listen to them tell you all of the things that they want to tell you? You know? Well, Brandon Paul was so busy. Like, he, he wouldn't stand and talk to you for 
more than a second, and then he was on to the next thing and on to the next thing and on to the next thing. God bless him. He was, that was a real challenge. But, but again, I just kind of kept him in the same small area, and I would sit and I would nurse the babies, and then, then I would try to get him outside as much as possible. Oh, my goodness. That really, I mean, I realize this is not part of the question, but actually it could be. Nurse your baby outside. If you have play equipment in your yard mm-hmm. or if you have a park close to your home, bring that kid with. Go to the park. Let your kids play and watch them. And and yeah. it's It's easy. hard to run nursing with a flight risk child, though, yeah. so I wouldn't recommend that. Like. No, if you have a flight <laughs> risk, definitely don't do that unless you can find a park that's, you know, fully fenced. But honestly, even if you don't have play equipment in your backyard, even if you don't have you know, you don't have to have anything special to entertain your children. Like Tiffany said, go outside, sit in front of the door, and just have your kid in the backyard. Let them be back there. If they're bored, okay, that's all right. They can be bored. Boredom is one of the best gifts you can give children. It truly is. And if you're inside, if it's hot, and you don't want to be outside nursing a baby, you know, be okay with having them in there. Put some toys on the middle of the floor, and if they don't play with it, that's okay. As long as they're contained and they can't be getting into trouble or hurting themselves or hurting anything else that's important, that's okay. You could just let them be. Yeah. I Is the question about toddlers or just kiddos? <laughs> so Just kids, I guess. I mean, if We auto- automatically went to toddlers because yeah. those are the busiest ones. But Yeah. I mean, older kids also can read. Turn or... on an audible book at that time. There you Tell go. them it's quiet time. Yeah. Um, one of the rules I said was anytime I was nursing, they weren't allowed to ask for anything from me. Like, you know, I'm not getting you a drink the minute I sit down to nurse a baby. No, you don't need a snack right this second. You know, oftentimes I would sit down to nurse a baby and they'd be like, I want this. I want this. I need this. I need that. It's just like when you get on the phone and nobody needs you. But then when you're on the phone, everybody needs you. So I would say, no, I'm sorry. I'm nursing the baby. You'll have to wait. You know, and that was just a general rule. It didn't take me forever to nurse a baby. My babies were really small, so they ate a lot and they ate quickly, but they couldn't hold very much. So it it didn't take long, 10 minutes, 15 minutes max, and we were done nursing. So I knew that any children could wait for whatever they needed until that was up. Oh, absolutely. But I did have to walk around and clean up messes or take kids' potty and things like that. Those are non-negotiables. Yeah, (laughs) I suppose, yeah. Don't entertain. Contain. Contain. Community is vital in motherhood, so come connect with us on Instagram. You can find our handles in the show notes and go visit DeliberateDayJournal.com to find some free resources to start changing your motherhood today. Before you go, though, hit subscribe and give us a rating. Ratings will help us build a community where mothers feel seen, encouraged, and empowered. And here's the thing. We can share our wisdom, we can share our ideas, but we're not experts, and we have a lot to learn still, too. We would love to hear your thoughts and hear any ideas that you might have to add.